Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything about animation here, including Shrek Retold, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Sam Quacho, and today I'm joined by Alex Bonilla. Hola. And Michelle Anderer. Hello. So, Shrek Retold, the meme-tastic, wonderful... (laughs) fandom creation that has been birthed from the forehead of Zeus into mm. our lives and onto Whoa. YouTube. Uh, just going to put a warning up front here that there is some adult language slash disturbing imagery within this little remake here, so we will be, I guess, an R-rated podcast for this, you know, cursing, etc., but that's that on that. You can find out more about this podcast at overlyanimated.com and you can describe you can describe you can subscribe to us on iTunes at overlyanimated.com/itunes or on YouTube at youtube.com/overlyanimated. I really should have done the Shrek retold stuff after this, but you know. Whatever. It's okay. All right, fam. So for those who are not totally in the know, the Shrek Retold thing was born out of Shrekfest, which is a yearly convention that takes place in Wisconsin. And as far as I can glean, the runners of that were like, hey, artists and creators and general meme lords, let's all make a retelling of Shrek. And it's 200 people doing it. And it's just lovely and wonderful, and I want to hear Alex and Michelle's impressions on it. Alex, what did you think about Shrek Retold? Well, I do enjoy the original movie that this is based on, Shrek. Um, I, I have often talked about it as a cornerstone of 21st century comedy for animation. Like, really, it sets a lot of the tone for animated movies and just, like, the types of jokes that they make in terms of, like, trying to be edgy, adding pop culture references. And it just it sets up a lot of that for future movies by Disney by Pixar by DreamWorks by everyone and like to the point where today Shrek is a meme but like I I legitimately still enjoy watching the first movie so when I see that that's this project of totally reanimating the entire thing comes I'm like okay that sounds cool and interesting and then you watch the trailer like okay this is gonna be weird which is also good and it ends up being very, very weird throughout. But I think that that fits what Shrek, in essence, is. It's like it's it's a weird piece of his of animation history. And so, like to be able to bring all these different styles and mesh them into the the story of, of Shrek that we we've all watched the movie. But like it, it, the weirdness fits because Shrek in itself is a weird property to still be popular today. And uh, I don't know, it, it goes in very different places. And I, there are some parts that especially stand out that I'm sure we'll talk about. But I do think that Shrek Retold, if you're a fan of the original movie, and if you're a fan of animation in general, I think that experimentation like this is very important because it sets up a lot of people's uh, careers going forward when they're able to do we- weird stuff like this, because eventually that ends up appearing in like mainstream media at some point. So I, I I really enjoyed watching this. Uh, legitimately, even as people might see this as a meme, but like I do think that there is a there is a like artistic and uh, like actual animation value to watching this. I think. 
That was beautiful, and I I agree. That's lovely. Michelle, what did you think? So I think this was a pretty brilliant idea, maybe simply because Shrek is one of those movies that's such a part of our generation specifically. I can't think of anyone I know who doesn't know what Shrek is. Just, again, based off of the the amount of memeness it is now in culture. And the thing I really liked about this as a project is you when you see something so much, especially when you're a kid, you start to internalize, like, very specific gestures, the way the actors in the movie like say certain lines, their inflections, their tone, their accent, that all becomes like so specific. And so like, this is what this movie is. And this project like totally flips that on its head because it's 200 different people doing really like intense differences from it or like trying to copy it but making it like a bigger gesture to poke fun at it and I think that's so brilliant it gave me a lot more appreciation for the actual lines in the movie than just the way the characters say them which is what I used to do with my sister all the time we just like we joke and pretend we were characters and like try to do their very specific um verbal accents and stuff but this was Oh, I'm sorry. Can I start again? I feel like I'm rambling, you guys. No. <laughs> sorry. No, you're fine. Um, basically, like I, I love seeing that all these different people, like they have a very specific thing they're trying to pull off, and those vary dramatically based on who's in charge of which scene of the project. But that's kind of where the niceness comes in. You never know. It's like a surprise every couple minutes. What what's gonna happen? What random new thing? It's going to jump out at you that you can delight in. And that's like even the like stranger stuff. It's just such a great thing that somebody had an idea for that in the first place. And they committed to it and they made it and they submitted it and it made it into the final movie. Uh, And I think that's like pretty noteworthy. This is like basically the kind of thing YouTube should be like promoting all these random artists who are in varying (laughs) stages of um, getting used to their craft and it's really quite remarkable, honestly. I hope this becomes like a classic thing people look back on. I hope that too. That was lovely as well. For me personally, I think Shrek Retold is this great achievement in surrealist pop art. So mm. what I, what I mean by that is, you know, you have people within the collaboration doing a lot of more traditional storytelling, more traditional, you know, by the book animation or by the book voice acting or live action acting even etc but then you have the really weird stuff that kind of subverts those expectations that you would have of the normal shrek and kind of turns what the original movie was on its head and having those two elements at play kind of works really beautifully at least for me i think it's just this amazing achievement and this amazing feat that so many people could come together and make this work of art. It's not even, like, a film. It's art. It's beautiful, amazing, triumphant. Really a great example of what community can do. Yeah. Yeah, community. Well said. Community. Well, and you you call it surrealist, and it's interesting to use that word because really, I think all Shrek memes end up being surrealist, just based on the fact that, like, I think a lot of the the, the humor that the internet has conferred upon Shrek comes from the basic fact that he's a giant, fat, large, green ogre 
thing yeah. that's supposed to, that's crafted to be a, lo- a lovable children's character. And like that in itself is a, mm-hmm. is a strange dichotomy to, to, to pull apart. And so because of that, the internet took, took that to very weird places that as the Shrek memes grew, even to some not, not safe for work places, like, like portraying him as like a, a Shrek is like, love, well, Shrek well, is life. That kind yeah, of like thing. that that stuff, right? So like it, it, Shrek Shrek memes are, were already surreal, but I think that's because the movie itself is a strange premise, especially in, the, in those days of animation where like it was mostly Disney. DreamWorks was just getting started. So they, they start with this thing to make fun of Disney by going in totally opposite direction. Like, hey, forget the princesses. Here's this really ugly person to make our main character. And it, it works and it's funny. But like because of that, when the internet decides to do stuff with it, it, it takes it even more bizarre directions to the point where we are today with like Shrek Retold, where the the the, the project itself goes in so many different directions. As you mentioned, some stood but stay by the book, others go really far off to the point of like creating entirely <laughs> entirely new scenes that weren't even in the movie. But it's because Shrek itself is a property that like at this point it's gotten so so far far off into internet culture that really you can do practically anything with it it's kind of like a subversion of a subversion of a subversion at this point yeah there's like so many it's like a game of telephone there's so many different ideas about shrek floating around in the collective consciousness that it all ends up being this really weird and surreal thing okie doke so to get into the movie proper I don't feel like I have to explain the plot to Shrek to you because the movie is like 17 years old and everybody knows what it's about. <laughs> okay, so oh, is it really first... that old? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, like my t- God. 2001? Yeah, think, yeah, right? 17 yeah, years old. Yeah, that would be 17, yeah. But yeah, basically there's an ogre and there's a donkey and they have <laughs> adventures together. They, yeah, and they do. They, they, do. they, meet, the, the they meet Princess Fiona. It, it basically think of like you know a haha funny whatever thing about you know the usual princess saving bullshit that happens in our culture, but and, and it's also a road trip movie. It is a road yeah, trip it's movie. That's like right. a buddy cop movie without them being cops. Yeah, they're just a ogre and a donkey in the fairy tale times, and it's a whole lot of fun happening here. So, something I want to get into is notable things about this interpretation of Shrek that stood out to you guys. Uh, things that were unsettling or funnier or weirder or just worked really well for you. Uh, Michelle, what do you think? What was something that stood out to you about Shrek Retold? Oh, man. I So, I rewatched the movie and wrote down all the ones that had really charmed me the first time we all sat down and watched it. And I know this is not going to be a controversial opinion, but the anime segment was so good. The, um, it was it was amazing. The the the, the fight sequence with a yes during the bad yeah. reputation that was also a great remix of that song. It was just so good, and I just I love anything that pokes fun at anime's tropes. It was so it was just so good, and like the the voice act, like the person they got to be Shrek in anime form was just so good. And Donkey was great. He got to take down a giant person all by himself. I just, again, I love that people can just totally change the context of something 
to fit, you know, what they want to do and what they want to showcase and make it technically still work and be accurate, but still vary a lot. It's not a shot by shot remake, that's for sure. And I really appreciate stuff like that. I've seen it like advertised as being, or at least when other sites have been writing articles about it, a shot for shot retelling. And I'm like, it's not though. No, it isn't. It's, it's more of just like a, it's the plot. But different things. <laughs> it's a, it's, yeah, a re- it's loosely the plot. It, it's a reanimation, right? Yeah, like yeah, when, yeah. You re- yeah when you yeah. reanimate something, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to copy the animations that were previously used. Exactly. Don't got a rotoscope Shrek here, but nope. Some people did. Some people did it in very creative ways. Like there's that guy who literally just like slapped his face on yeah. multiple characters and acted them all out. And that actually worked really well for me. I thought that was very hilarious. Oh yeah. But and like that that demonstrates kind of like the spectrum of uh I don't think effort is the right word, but like uh, um <laughs> yeah. the spectrum of creativity. Yes, yeah, sure. Because, like, on the one hand, you have stuff like the anime sequence, which is like uh, a very defined style, and it's it seemed to be animated very smoothly. And then you have the other side, which is like either something like that, where they just paste the the live action faces onto existing animation, or you have ones where it's like literally just the clip art moving laterally <laughs> across the screen. <laughs> But like it, it all it all meshes together into the same projects, and no, nothing really holds for longer than five seconds or ten seconds. So it's not so it it stays just enough for you to be like, oh, okay, that's different, and then we move on. So like you never really get a chance to be necessarily annoyed or distressed by the quote unquote low effort parts because we just we just keeps moving, just keeps changing. Yeah, definitely. I I feel that very much. You know, there is like a lot of more i would say low quality especially in terms of the live action stuff that was more on par with you know video game youtuber skits that people do yeah accurate which you know i I liked a lot of them though honestly i know they weren't technically it's hard to do but like i know alex when we were watching it the first time you really liked the family segment where it's literally just like the mom the (laughs) Other and the little boy reenacting the whole Shrek, Fiona, and Donkey, and like they're in a public place. There's like a park behind them. Like they're, they're not, they're not dressed up at all. <laughs> like when he has the when he has the arrow in his butt, and he's like turning around. You can see this poor man in the background, just like what is going on. <laughs> And I love that context so much. They're like, "Hey, we have to get this out. We're in charge of this section. We're gonna do it." Yeah, exactly. And that sort of stuff, you know, there's nothing wrong with it and it has its own merit within this narrative when you have it bouncing off of, you know, other creative stuff. There are hand puppets. There were actual puppets. There was like, uh, just like, you know, cardboard cutouts of Shrek and Donkey walking at some points. You know, that sort of variety is wonderful and it definitely doesn't knock any anybody's artistic merit, I think. Having either low quality or lo-fi, low-grade sort of stuff in comparison to, like, you know, there was a Ghibli sequence once. Yeah. And there was, you know, something... There there were, like, a couple of parts that were super-duper detailed and, like, amazing, and I can't believe that they worked on that for this. But it's all great. I love it. Alex, did you have any favorites? 
Um, one thing that stood out to me on rewatch, like there, there are like two segments I think that are added and not part of the original film because after the after Donkey and Shrek's talk uh, on the cliff or whatever, and they talk about the moon being Donkey, they have that joke. But then they move on. There's like this surrealist sequence where like Shrek is floating through the sky, and there's like a, a melancholy song playing in between. So like that tells me it's like interesting, like veering off of of the script. And also when the in the movie they have the montage of Shrek and Fiona falling in love, and they're like. All, uh, like crossing the river and stuff like that but in, in this version the, i think it's a different song and they're like yeah. animated in a hot tub and stuff it's kind of like so, rick and morty-esque a little bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like that that segment also stood out to me because it felt it felt like a, a totally different scene than what I, I i remembered in the movie so i i, I like the parts where the people decided to just go totally off or like invent new things off yeah. of the existing Shrek framework. There are a couple places where it doesn't doesn't work for me. I'm not sure if we'll get to lowlights later, but like uh, overall, I like the general idea of trying to build off of what Shrek has, especially if you're doing like the live action segments. I feel like there's more there's more merit to trying to do do stuff a little weirder in in that aspect if you can't do the reanimation. That's true. You know, everybody has different mediums and skill sets. And not everybody can be this like perfect animator. You just you gotta work with yeah. what you got sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if art school taught me anything, it was you do not have to be a perfect craftsman in order to make good art. And I think that that really shines through in this one segment. I want to point out that was my personal. Okay, two segments that I want to point out that were my <laughs> personal favorites. Um, was the hallelujah, hallelujah segment. Oh, yes. Yes, the puppets! <laughs> that with, music video section was amazing. With the puppets by uh, David Lee Hart. Uh, mm. he, he's been on, like, Tim and Eric, Awesome Show, Great Job, a bunch of like, Adult Swim stuff. That is just, like, such a joy to watch, and him just not... Not that he doesn't know the words of hallelujah. I'm sure he probably does, but he's just like pretending that he doesn't. And it's just like really yeah. It's really weird. And I love it. Even though like I'm terrified of puppets, this opened my heart up to really creepy puppets with terrifying lips and cheeks. Wow, you didn't find that Shrek puppet endearing and cuddly? No, I didn't. I, I think I think David himself is very endearing. I'd invite him over for, like, dinner or something. Just, like, hang out. Talk about Shrek. Yeah, I'm sure we'd have a lot to say. After exactly. This also, like, the Hallelujah in itself is a, is a key part to the Shrek memory, just because, like, that's a, an iconic song in itself. The performance is, like, one of the most remembered parts of the movie, I think. So to, like, just goof off of it and, uh, like, there's probably hundreds of people out there who have sung this terribly in their cars at some point. So maybe it's an accurate rendition of what most people's connection with Hallelujah actually is. (laughs) It's beautiful. And the uh, the second segment that really touched me that I've watched a billion and a half times between when it came out and now, we're recording this, like, a couple days after Shrek Retool was uploaded, uh, was the very last segment. It was the I'm a Believer segment. Oh, yeah. The uh, cover by Hot Dad, and it's like Vaporwave in 80s. <laughs> and I just love it. It's it's beautiful. It's like a... It's the pinnacle of romance. 
in my opinion. Just having that, you know, low light, uh, street lamp in a really shitty car, driving off into the <laughs> highway, and just being in love and having this donkey in a suit just serenade you about how true love exists and it's just it's yeah it's the same feeling you get when you watch the finale of the actual shrek movie right no it's actually like more (laughs) feelsy i would say the i'm a believer section is honestly very well done and it makes you feel really kind of like oh my god this was so sweet and like i'm so happy for them (laughs) and everyone knows shrek so well so to get people to feel that way like it's a new thing is pretty remarkable yeah it completely transforms the feeling yeah, for sure. They did such a good job on that. And honestly, I think that was really well edited. Exactly. Well, and similarly, in the intro, you also have a cover of a Smash Mouth song, in this case, mm, the oh, opening yeah. All-Star. And like oh, that yeah. cover is also turning the song into something a lot more melancholy. And like it portrays Shrek as more of a loner song in that tone than in the original movie where it's like loud and boisterous same as the as the ending song of i'm a believer in the original it's like part of a party song you know and like shrek and fiona's stuff is kind of just in the background but due to the change in how the song is presented you also get a change in how the characters on screen are presented so it's also an, an interesting thought exercise expressed in this way too like changing just how the songs are sung really yeah definitely i completely neglected to mention all-star in the beginning which i think like i watched that, that, the that's probably the more iconic song yeah for, for real really. for, like for, like in terms of the whole entire shrek franchise uh all-star right. is the slamming open the door of it literally uh but having that sort of it, it made me feel like i was about to watch an indie movie like a really <laughs> like like an a24 movie and like shrek was gonna go through some shit and it would be like Ladybird, but with Shrek. But it wasn't. I'd watch that. Yeah, mm. let's make a Ladybird Shrek remake now. That's... Speaking of speaking of birds, another segment oh, is when, yes! <laughs> when Fiona <laughs> sings to the birds. Another musical like, segment. Yeah, it's like some techno. Yeah, it's it's like chiptune. It's hilarious. I I like it afterwards when they're talking, but it's chiptune. But like the voice kind of modulates oh, yeah. to where like you can kind of they hear just the write words. The subtitles. Yeah, well, they need, yeah. You need the subtitles to understand what they're saying. But yeah, I, I honestly, have... yeah, you go. Oh, go Michelle. ahead. Sam. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say, I honestly feel like that's probably the best part about watching Shrek is if you've seen it a million times and then you see this redone version and you're like, what are they gonna do with this iconic scene I know about? Like, I know, like. I was so curious about how they were going to handle Hallelujah halfway through because I was like, dude, like, what? Are they going to try to make it good? Or are they just going to suck at it? And then the puppet came on. And it was just <laughs> like, yes, this is the best way they could have chosen to do this. It's perfect. Like those moments of joy, just seeing how they changed our expectations the entire movie was so good. God, I thought that they were going to do like a metal cover of Hallelujah because I was like, well, they did an acoustic cover of All Star. What else could they That's do? That's true. Yeah. Any, any more notable ones, you know, we talked about the remix of a uh, uh, Bad Reputation. Uh, we was... have not talked about the Dracula Fiona yet, which is Dracula <laughs> one of my favorites. That was amazing. Her face was so good when Shrek like falls into her room and she's laying on the bed and she like looks up and she makes this like snarly angry face. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, they're, uh, they're that, that's so my uh, that my icon on Discord. Yeah, if you Sam changed it because it was so play. amazing. Yeah, but by good, we we do have to specify like the animation there is like very early computer <laughs> animation. It's like it's like on DVD like Shrek, like they'd show the behind the scenes and you'd see like the early anim- animatics. The animation looked like that, where it's like really early like unclean stuff. But because of the fact that, like it's voiced also so so like robotically almost like dracula and stuff and also these are characters that you've grown up with so like just seeing them in that form you still recognize who they are and so you can just laugh at like how low lo fi it is so, like it, it all comes together anyway despite it yeah yeah for real uh and the other spectrum there was that amazing live action redone version of the donkey and fiona when he when yeah. donkey finds out about her curse that was just like insanely well acted by both of them the camera work was really good like the tension was there it felt legitimately dramatic some lines that i didn't think were funny initially were like hilarious when they were doing it that just really stood out to me and they they went above and beyond to make like a very earnest portrayal of that section so i want to give them thumbs up for that oh yeah another favorite one of mine was when uh, I guess Farquad was going through like the Bachelorettes, kind of like it was a dating app, <laughs> oh, yeah. but it was uh, Jimmy Fallon. And yes. uh, <laughs> I, I was not a fan of that one. I, I like I that because it's very creative. Jimmy Fallon should be Lord Farquad, and he should be eaten by a dragon. Is what I'm trying to say with that. Mm. That's how I feel about Jimmy Fallon. Anyway, but yeah, there were like a lot of notable uh, people internet people that is working on this uh from the likes of anthony farino of the needle drop which okay and uh who else chris Bors, the irate gamer that we all know and love from like 10 years ago (laughs) and like christian and stuff anybody else that you guys like saw the name of like hey i recognize that person no i'm not (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm not internet savvy enough to really... Re- There's, like, one person who I know from some trivia app, but, like, other than that... There you go. <laughs> well, what were you saying about, like, getting it to low light? What was that? Is low light a person, or is it just, like, a thing? No, no, like, low light is, like, segments that we didn't like. Oh! I'm dumb. Oh. <laughs> All right, we can, we can get well, into I'll, that I'll now. I'll to you guys first. Like, were there any that stood out as bad? Like, obviously, um, with a project like this, you're throwing a, a 200 different segments, so they can't all be perfect, right? So, like, uh, I, I don't know if you guys had had any I first. think the times when people were trying to replicate any Murphy's voice. Um, oh. Like, shot for shot, like, kind of that, uh... Vocal blackface, let's call it. Yeah. That sort of thing. Uh, I wasn't a fan of those ones. Uh, but, you know, it's... Uh, it happens. Uh, other than that, I don't know. I mean, we mentioned the family segment earlier. I didn't really like that that much. Just because it makes me <laughs> okay. uncomfortable to think like they manipulated their child into running away. <laughs> <laughs> screaming the lines. Yeah. Oh, what if what if their child? What if they grew? They raised him as from a baby to enjoy Shrek, and now finally he gets his chance. Hey, kid, you can be in our Shrek retelling. I mean, you, you can play your favorite character. The <laughs> kid, like, yay! The kid could like Shrek. I'm like into. It's just like, you know, you're doing that at like a park, and it's a public place where it's safe you know these like, people nothing... they probably have like a pokemon card youtube channel or something 
And I don't know. I just feel uncomfortable that they are here among, like, body horror animation of Shrek at points. Oh, yeah, that's true. Some of the animation gets pretty zany. Michelle, what did you think about sections you didn't like? So there was one section that I wasn't into, and I th- I think it just wasn't for me. And it was after, so they, they get Fiona, they're walking back together, and then there's this weird section where Shrek and Donkey start, like, making all these weird jokes, and it gets super, like, meme uh, is, it, uh, is that, that when, when I was gonna point out. Fiona's that a dog? That was very... Yeah, that yeah. yeah, Fiona was a dog with a yeah. wig, and I was just like, "All right, I feel like this is going on a little too long." And why? Why is this still happening? Can we not? That I I have questions about that moment. Do you guys have <laughs> feelings about it too? They're probably no, just yeah. I, I, I was also here. not not that into it. I, I get what they're going for because like that's the part where they're just uh, they're 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 riffing on like short jokes for Lord Farquaad and like but right. like he literally goes, "Hey, let's just keep riffing" like in the middle of it. So like you're just like expressing the the point of the scene in the middle. It, it, it's it's it was okay, but like also I don't think the jokes were funny enough to merit going off script in in that situ in that situation so that's just one that didn't stand out to me as all that great um what's your other ones that stood out to me um the most of the of the of like the song that they do to replace the um the, the robin hood song like oh you that, didn't like the rap you didn't like I, the rap i, I like I the rap like but the rap. i i like the rap but i don't like when they switch in the middle to like add lyrics to stuff like riding your donkey and stuff like i was like eh, like just just stick to <laughs> just stick to the reorchestration of the song that exists like uh, i'd be fine with that um, also, there are a couple of moments where they uh, do the a- anti-comedy, with, like basically just switch to someone talking in the screen about right. like about stuff, like like the Chris Chan segment where it's just like, "Hey, I'm a famous internet person. They told me to be in this," and then later there's one that's like, "Hey, I'm just gonna do a review of Shrek." I in thought the that meantime. was okay. I it, it, it's it's I fine, but it's a it, it's definitely a different brand of comedy than what most of this is trying to do. Yeah. Like th- th- that's yeah. purposefully being like, "Hey, isn't it funny that we're going against the whole premise of what we were supposed to do?" And that is funny to some people, but like obviously, anti-comedy doesn't work with everybody. It just didn't work with me. But at the same time, I appreciate the fact that they're really covering all of the bases of what you can try to do with this from like obvious comedy to comedy based off of absurdism all all the way going to comedy based off of just ignoring the premise of what the joke is supposed to be sort of thing. I kind of wish somebody would have done like performance art of Shrek. Just like straight (laughs) up. Or like a mime, like just a very heated moment, but everyone's just miming it. Like swear to God, if I would have known about this and like signed up for it, I would have like, thrown down some serious like green paint on my body yeah done it but well there are a couple of people who do go- get into the cosplay yeah that's true of it. and like th- there's this one segment where they're climbing up the the mountain i think it is oh, and Don- donkey's, port- <laughs> donkey's yes. portrayed by three people in like a yes, whole he has six legs i also want to say that guy who was playing shrek he comes in a couple of the segments and he 
he, like the combination of like like he is like really muscly and he like he's very green and he overacts like crazy. I just loved it. It was just so funny to me. Everything he said, he just like scrunch up his face and make it the most dramatic and angry version of that line possible. And I just I thought it was so good. I thought like how people interpreted Shrek to their person was very interesting. Like, you have one example of somebody wearing a green ski mask and taped on jalapenos for ears. I thought that was very creative. Um, mm. the, 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 op- the intro is someone wearing a full Shrek cart, like okay, a yeah. cardboard costume sort of thing as he's kicking open the, 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 the outhouse. So, like, that was interesting to, like, open that way. And you, you, if you're not prepared for what's coming later, you're like, oh, okay, is the entire movie going to be, like, just this person dressed up as Shrek? But then we just switch to all different kinds of Shreks later. Yeah, and then there's people who just, like, put on a green filter. <laughs> Over there, yes. just like random ass footage, like oh, I'm Shrek because I'm green, and it's it's wonderful, you know. You gotta you gotta praise that sort of um, what would you call that? Just sort of no budget creativity that you gotta come up with sometimes. Yeah, I feel like that was ex- especially noticeable um, when all the creatures start showing up at Shrek's property at the very beginning. Like, he'll cut between, like, these gorgeously animated, like, five seconds, and then there'd just be, like, clip art. Yeah. Right. <laughs> seconds later, and I just, I think that's so funny. Because, it's, again, it's like, you know the story so well. You, you've seen the movie so many times in its original form. And then it's just like, what are they going to do every five seconds? What's going to happen? And there's so much joy to just, like, how to terrible is it gonna be oh that was a really good shot oh my god what is happening it's just i love that it's just sort of like you know standing on edge of what you're gonna see next that's sort of like oh is it gonna be like this objectively beautiful aesthetically pleasing piece of art or is it gonna be like fucking weird and disturbing and terrifying and is it just gonna be a guy in his basement with his dogs chasing him oh that part was so because again it's like all these people like running trying to make it dramatic and then you just see this guy with a dragon mask trying to get his dogs to do the thing and run around the <laughs> pool in his basement it's so funny yeah it's amazing and i i have a question for you guys i want to know if you think shrek retold did the original justice is it better worse would you replace shrek retold <laughs> over the original what do you think <laughs> Oh boy! It is free on YouTube. What do you, uh, what do you think? Yeah. Alex? Well, look, I, I think that a project like this is like made to tri- to tributes the original, right? So, like, uh, I think the question of do you want to replace it, like, is a, is not really the way that I think this project was intended. But like, I, I do think that it does the original justice in the sense that it's made. To like respect how how varied Shrek's I- effect on culture and effect on the internet has like to the point of for example we talk about like these differences between you go from like the bad clip clip art versions of the animation to then like perfectly animated stuff and then you just go back and forth 
you switch between uh, animation and live action. And like that's kind of how memes work too, right? Because memes begin as shit posts usually. They're like really low quality stuff. But then you come across like the random really high quality and like what you could tell that someone put a lot of work into it. And you're like, okay, that's really funny. But like it's been, but all that is based off of the work that the shit posters do on the internet of just like throwing jokes at the at the, at the message board walls and seeing what sticks. And that's kind of what this the, the, this uh, project is in video form, really, it's just like throwing all different stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. And that that's kind of the internet in a nutshell. So if Shrek is able to it, it foster that in these people, then it ends up being a good thing. And also Shrek in itself, when it came out, is like it's praised for being like counterculture, or like at least like praised for being against what the usual Disney movies were. Is being kind of meta in its sense of like referencing prince, uh, like uh, princess stuff and fairy tale stuff in there as ridiculous, like it port- portraying them as ridiculous as they should be to people who aren't grow up with these uh, fairy tale stuff. And this this project also ends up being meta at times too. So I think in that sense, it also honors it. One, one part we didn't talk about, like there's a moment where they do the onion sequence and they talk about layers, and but they literally use animation oh, layers. Yeah. In it. But like that, it's that kind of meta humor that I think also like, came to rise with movies like Shrek and other dream early DreamWorks movies in, a, in, a, in an attempt to stand out from the average Disney animation movies of the time. So in, in that sense, I think that that also continues the tradition that Shrek started for 21st century animation. Michelle, what do you think? Based <laughs> off of Alex's... Oh, boy. Okay, well, let's take this apart. Um... Do I think it did the original justice? Yes. Do I think it's art? Absolutely. Um, but I also, I, I don't think you can replace it with the original because can you guys imagine if you're one of like five people who hasn't seen Shrek just going into this blind? I think it it would be very hard to figure out what is going on at least a quarter of the time <laughs> because there are all these like kind of random things that happen that aren't in the original movie. And sometimes they do go off script and change the words around a lot. And I think a lot of the joy, like I was saying before, that comes from seeing so many people's different takes on something is that you have the reference of the original thing to jump off of to be able to appreciate what they did differently and what they're kind of emphasizing more sometimes. So I, d- I don't think it could stand alone to serve the same purpose, but it can definitely stand alone as an art piece in of itself. Which I I agree, and um I I would say personally, you know I I've expressed that I think it does enhance the original. Uh, is it a replacement? Ask me. Depending on what stage of my life I'm in. If I were still in art, if I were still in art school, I would be like, "Yes, this is this is the only Shrek for me that I will ever watch again in my life." Uh, but you know, I'm I'm not. I'm postgraduate. Uh, you know, living my life, etc. And. Uh-huh. I, I think this also depends on your view uh, on Shrek as as the original movie, right? Because exactly, I think yeah. we, we, totally. we've gotten to a point in culture where, like, it's it, because Shrek is known as a meme, we don't really consider the movie as its own thing anymore. Like, we, we, we use it to, to, like, make fun of it as a springboard for jokes. But because of that, a lot of people just have their view, like, 
filtered uh, of the movie through that. Like per- personally, I still enjoy Shrek, but like, I also recognize the complaints that people have about the animation not being uh, looking t- very dated about pop culture yeah. references, maybe feeling a bit too obvious in those movies about like it, it, the humor pretending to be edgy and it actually isn't sort of thing. So like th- there are valid complaints to be made about Shrek, but uh, at least personally, I still have a connection to it. Maybe based on nostalgia more than ob- objectivity, but like because of that, I still think that Shrek is a movie worth watching for people who haven't watched it yet, just because I think that it's funny on its own, personally, but at the same time, it does set a template for a lot of movies later on. So I think that that that's why you can't really replace a movie that that is uh, this important with uh, with a reanimation. But the reanimation is also important to exist because it shows how like if if a property is good on its own, then it's also good when it's to turned into something different, similar to cover songs, right? Like, like Hallelujah, like yeah. Hallelujah begins as a Leonard Cohen song, but there's so many different versions of it, including the John Cale one in the original and the, the puppet master in this version. It's still a good song at the end of the day. So like, if because of that, you can turn it into so many different versions, so many different mediums. Hmm. So, so that, that, that's really the sign of a, of a strong property to me. The fact that it can still be funny and interesting to watch when you change it or change it around to the point where it doesn't even look the same anymore as the original thing. Alex, that's a really good point that you bring up. It's kind of like a cover song of a movie. Yeah. I like that. That's great. That's a wonderful analogy you just came up with. I praise you for that. (laughs) You got praise, Alex. Good job. I'm not being sarcastic, by the way. I I thought that was actually really good. and I don't know. And I mean, like, uh, like uh, pointing out, like th- this has been done with some other properties. Like uh, speak- sticking to animation, like Steven Universe, the fandom has reanimated certain episodes, and like not they don't go as far out as as this project does. But like still, it, it, when they do go off, like they insert their own little jokes. But it's the uh, it's based off of strong properties. So like you can, if you enjoyed the original episode, then you'll still enjoy like the reanimation, and you'll appreciate the work that people do into like honoring their favorite show i know that also like this has been done in live action with like star wars and the uh, indiana jones so like it, it just uh, serves as like a, a good springboard and in, like just speaking as like a, li- a life experience it's good if you want to start off by like learning a hobby or, or like you want to dive into a different field it helps if you have like a foundation that is um, motivates you, and if that is Shrek for some people, then all more power to them. Alex, you're just hitting on all sixes tonight. <laughs> like sixes? Yeah, like that um chorus song. Uh, I don't know. You're just saying a lot of things that I'm feeling, so I appreciate that. It means I don't have to talk that much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for me personally, uh, Shrek retold can't really replace the original i would say at this point in my life uh you know pretty much because of what everybody else said <laughs> you know you can you can have you know the artsy retake on it but you need to have the original to really appreciate that retake and to really compare and contrast and figure out what works what doesn't you need to have a point of reference of which to compare all other things that are shrek and that is Shrek 2001. Mm-hmm. So that's that on that. Okay, I think I think we hit up a lot of wonderful, beautiful topics here. Do you guys have anything else to add on 
Shrek retold or Shrek itself or just and anything involving Shrek that you want to get on your chest. I'm very curious because this movie, this retold project really was a phenomenon. And I'm curious how that's going to affect the turnout of Shrek Fest 2019 next year. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And if they're just going to get flooded with people. I kind of hope they do because that sounds amazing. Does it mean Shrek retold? Shrek 2 retold? Does it mean Shrek 3 retold? <gasps> well, there you go! Yeah, there was like four movies, so yeah. they might as well, right? Keep it going. I never, I've never, never seen the fourth movie. I've only seen up to Shrek 3. Mm. Or Shrek, Shrek the third. And I don't remember anything about it besides like Shrek has babies and they're really ugly. Yes, yeah, they are. and uh, Justin Timberlake, I yeah, think, Justin, was a voice in Justin there. Justin Timberlake is like some dude. He's He's King Arthur. He's King Arthur. That's who he is. Uh, and also, you know, the princesses are singing Led Zeppelin at people. And the, there's like, also the Puss in Boots movie out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, when is Puss in Boots retold coming out? We need that artistic <laughs> statement from the brains behind Shrek retold. We need basically like a Twitch Plays Pokemon variant of every single Shrek movie. And maybe even beyond that. We need like... I don't know, Spirit, that horse movie retold. I would like that. I love that movie when I was a kid. Uh, or like, also, uh, also for the benefit of the animators, like there is talk of a Shrek Five coming soon, ooh. but like that there has there hasn't oh. been an official announcement, like a date, which means they're still early on. So like, what if the people who worked on this, like one of them, ends up getting hired onto the real movie? Like yeah, that, would, a, that, that, a that would be now. Yeah, that would be a fun a fun thing for them to do. And, like, rec- recognize the fact that the only reason a Shrek 5 would happen is because it's still in the zeitgeist because of meme stuff like this. Yeah. And I think if Shrek Retold serves as anything functional to the outside adult world, it's a great portfolio for those who worked on it. Right. And that's that's really any what anybody could ever ask. Just exposure, not money. That's what the old people are into paying us in these days, right? But you, you should turn that exposure yeah. into money. Yeah. If you can't, yeah. Exposure the money converter. Shrek retold. That's my prediction for where these people will land in their lives after this wonderful piece of art has been released. In like 10 years, uh, who, who would publish uh, Where Are They Now feature on the, the, the animators? Like, would it be BuzzFeed or like, who, who would write Probably. that? <laughs> yeah. Would BuzzFeed still exist in 10 years, you think? That's, that's that the question, also right? what I was thinking, yeah. I don't know, because like, the internet moves at a very, like, neck-breaking pace. The BuzzFeed might be one of the first to die in the purge. Like, what if there's just in 10 years, like, there is, like, a Shrek fan site that, like, pops up out of nowhere and ends up becoming, like, the 90th biggest site on the internet or something? My guess is ClickHole will probably do something genuine about them or whatever. Or The Onion! The Onion would be appropriate. The Onion could. Hmm. You know, because onions have layers, and I didn't realize... Oh! I didn't (laughs) really realize that that was a metaphor until Shrek retold, so, like... Thank you, creators, for teaching me that and instilling that wonderful metaphor into my life. The the DreamWorks moon at the beginning was also an onion. There were a lot of onions. Yes, there are a lot of onions. Everybody loves the onions. Onions, hot takes on cold foods. Onions are fine. <laughs> you know, I used to work at a uh, a food place and I would have to cut onions a lot and they would make me cry. 
and I would have to get go- like I asked my boss to get me goggles because my eyeballs would just be on fire. Yeah. And it was annoying to cut them all the time, but I, I like them on like hot dogs and stuff. They're okay. Yeah, onions are okay, but the the real hot take: parfaits are not delicious. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm not. Donkey just blanket says everybody loves parfaits, but really, the, there are people out there who are not enjoying yogurt, and par- yogurt is an important part of the parfait. So uh, I am anti-parfait, and thus I, I am uh, against the the blanket statement that Eddie Murphy displays in this film. For me, I it depends on take. I think it's I think it's bold and courageous and true. Wow, Michelle stands <laughs> parfaits. Yeah, you know, t- tell us your parfait op- opinions on the comments for this podcast. Anyway, that being said, you can find out all the info about this podcast at overlyanimated.com. You can join us on Discord to see my lovely Shrek retold inspired icon. Uh, to check out about animation as well at overlyanimated.com slash discord. And you can support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. And thanks to all of our current patrons, especially the patron of the podcast, Phonition, aka Fusion. And thanks always to our Patreon executive producers, John, Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Hugh. Uh, I don't think there's anything I want to plug personally. Anything you guys got going on? <laughs> In terms of overly animated, the OVAs are gonna start soon, I guess. Yeah, the ovaries. That our award ceremony where we uh, look at the best in animation. Although I don't think Shrek Retold will be eligible for anything. <laughs> Maybe an honorable well, we were... mention. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, the OVAs. Uh, there's a Ladybug po- Ladybug podcast on the site now. Um, Alex did a Record Ralph thing. Oh yeah, other movies are still coming out. I thought Shrek yeah. Shrek was the only animated movie. It was ever. the only one that was the <laughs> yeah, most important. Shrek Shrek is the only animated movie ever to have any sort of importance on this world. Everything else is just garbage. Uh, I wrote well, an article. Well, Rick, Rick and Ralph Two is fine. But... <laughs> it's no Shrek retold. Yeah, it's not Shrek retold. Okay, fair, fair. I wrote an article about the Studio Killers. Yada yada yada. Blah blah blah. A lot of stuff. Happening. Any final thoughts on Shrek Retold, y'all? Um, is it is it uncouth to end this with Shrek is love, Shrek is life? Should we say that? Instead no, of it's bye? perfect. <laughs> should, I mean, should we all just chant Shrek is love, Shrek is life instead of bye? Would that I make mean, us a cult? I mean, I mean, if you want to be part of the Shrek cult, like I'm, I'm fine. I want to do that. I'm fine joining if you will. I feel like Dylan will not be happy if we do that, but... <laughs> oh, well. I, I, yeah, oh, well. Know. Yeah, he won't listen this far in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Will All anyone... Right. Please, please write in the comments, hashtag uh, Sh- Shrek um, OVA. What's a hashtag we can ask them to put um, so they listen to this? Just hashtag... Uh, well, no, that Shrek is love, Shrek is life is too... <laughs> too mean. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just hashtag onions. Yeah, hashtag onions. That's good. Yeah, go. if you've listened this far, give us that code word and I'll, I don't know, I'll do something. For give you, you a sure. virtual high five. Yeah, exactly. I'll I'll think a lot about you and your lovely 
time on this earth. Anyway, okay, we're going to do this on the count of three after I say thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. One, two, three. Shrek, Shrek is love. Shrek is love. Shrek is love. Shrek is love. Oh, boy. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Alex, say bye. Alex, you say bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, Shrek is love, Shrek is life. Okay.